Hey, this is Craig Ferentino of Craig James Financial. Get ready for another financial report right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. I'm the Craig James Financial Report with our man Craig Ferentino, certified wealth strategist, extraordinary president of the Craig James Financial Services, located right in the heart of Melville, Broad Hollow Road, Long Island Investment Advisors.com. If you haven't checked out the website, please do. Craig, of course, registered representative offering security, security uh, and advisory services through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Craig James Financial Services, LLC, United Planets, not affiliated. Wall Street ended pretty good on Friday. Futures is up slightly uh, as we speak. But, with that being said, there is a but on the other side as far as the overall sense of the economy. Sir, how are you? Hope you had a good weekend. Yes, good weekend. Hey, Jay, how are you? I hope you and your listeners had a safe weekend. Yes, we had a... Interesting week last uh, week. It's very, very important that we go through these numbers first, because then we can talk about where we are. Uh, at the end, you know, at the end of each week, I like to see where we, you know, how how we ended up. Dow Jones Industrial Average closed at twenty six oh seventy five, up one percent for the whole week. Year to date, down eight point six percent. So that's an indicator. How are you compared to the Dow? Well, you know, the Dow is down 8.6%. If you're down, how are you in relation to that? The S&P 500 is a broader index of stocks. Dow Jones Industrial Average is only 30 stocks. The S&P 500 is uh, 500 stocks. That was down 1.4% for the year, up 1.8% for the week. Uh, the NASDAQ at 10,617 for the week was up even 4%. That's almost 1% a day. Uh, for the year, 18.3%. The MSFE, um, uh, which is the European stocks, uh, down one-tenth of percent, 11.4% for the year. Uh, the 10-year Treasury is at a 0.64. Oil is at $40.49, still down 30% for the year. And um, so very, very important to see where we are. Yes, we have... Uh, we have good trading news, uh, actually, for uh, today. It looks like the markets are trending positive. So uh, we're happy about that as well. So that's a good way to start the week. As we get into the summer, some of the volume starts drawing out. And we also get the uh, – we're also starting to get uh, earnings reviews. So we're going to see how those things turn out. It's very, very important to see. First, we wanted to know that uh, one of the things that stimulates the economy, Jay, is uh, – Government fiscal spending. And I think the markets are waiting for what Congress is going to do, in particular the Senate, because as we know, the House seems to get things done uh, somehow, even though they're not in session. They passed a rule that says they could vote, you know, in absentia. Um, and so basically, two or three people show up and they vote for everybody else. Uh, the Senate is in recess until July 20th. So we're not going to get any clarity from the Senate until uh, if there's going to be another stimulus package. We're still a week away as to what happens, and they may not do anything. Who knows? So I think some of the street or some of the traders are waiting to see what's going on with that. Um, we're starting to get the, uh, the second half outlook is going to be it's going to be more of the same. Um, I'm not nobody really sure. 
Um, stocks finished mostly higher last week, you know, really led by technology and long-term growth stocks. Um, you get the non-manufacturing purchasing managers index, a measure of really measures business conditions, really posted its biggest monthly gain and uh, moved back into what we call expansion as opposed to contraction. It's economic terms where you got the idea what that means. Um, and really, it's just uh, adding to another string of, believe it or not, positive economic surprises, not maybe necessarily getting reported. However, as that's coming out, it's being shadowed uh, by the new COVID-19 cases in several states like Florida or asking states to slow up or to roll back uh, reopening measures. And so you're getting that news is really taking, you know, if you're starting to get through it because it's taking me a while to figure out what's going on. You're starting to see that as well. Uh, in terms of uh, you're starting to see some other movements, Tesla's lowering their Model Y price. Model Y is their SUV. Uh, probably in order to stimulate more purchasing, they might have priced it a little high. Um, we have some interesting things that uh, Costco is now, uh, during COVID, they were open to 9 a.m. Usually, Costco has a very strong family policy. We're closed on major holidays where uh, we don't open until 10. We want to give our workers a good day, whatever. And uh, they've been open uh, at 9 o'clock for those who are 60 or older, um, and that'll stimulate. Well, Costco went from $300 a share to now it's 363 So they're, whatever they're doing seems to be working. It's bringing them more sales. Um, and then we have basically earnings season kicks off. We're starting to see <clears throat> companies like uh, Netflix will be reporting, United Healthcare, uh, Delta Airlines. Very interesting if, if they do want to report. We'll see what that looks like for somebody who doesn't have airlines in the air. Uh, JP Morgan, uh, Citibank, uh, Morgan Stanley, and Goldman Sachs. So those are basically your uh, – those are basically your bank stocks. So we're going to get an idea of how healthy the banks are. Very interesting that the banks should be doing okay, I would guess, primarily because they've been doing a lot of loans. They get paid for distributing the PPP uh, and the uh, EIDL, which is the Economic Disaster Relief Loan. Uh, they get paid for both of those. So very, very impressive there. We'll see what that looks like as well. So that's all my play, Jay. What do you got? We'll, uh, we'll wait and see. One thing I'm, I'm going to be looking at uh, today, and that is uh, the second quarter stuff. Uh, as far as the numbers are concerned, second quarter earnings, uh, we could not see. We could see, I should say, some tough numbers when they come out. You're talking about earnings. I was rating for the S&P 500, plummeted nearly 45% in the quarter. That would be the biggest drop since a plunge, I think it was like 69-70%, talking about the Great Recession in the fourth quarter of 2008. But, you know, these are the numbers. These are, This is stuff you got to brace yourself for. And uh, it is what it is, you know. So when these uh, earnings uh, come out, it's kind of par for the course of what we have been through here uh, as an economy. So, uh, you know, every time you think you're, you know, seeing uh, some positive Light at the end of a very dark tunnel, you're going to take a step backwards as far as the numbers. Uh, they're not going to be that great today. Give me a give me a second on that. Oh, I don't know about yeah. I, I can't predict, but the numbers look like uh, yeah. 
Well, you know, anything that's anything that comes in that's slightly better than the analyst forecast, it could be a positive. You know, the, even though the numbers aren't great, it could be better than we anticipated. And for the banks, which is really the strength of the economy, when the banks go down, basically uh, everybody else gets nervous. So uh, the banks should be doing well because, again, they've administered a lot of these loans. We had a mer- another merger. This is merger season, I guess, maybe this summer. Um, analog Devices, ADI, is merging with uh, uh, Maxim, a $17 billion deal. That's a pretty big deal. Morgan Stanley was on that deal and uh, on representing Analog. And, uh, you know, they're paying $17 billion, but it should bring in uh, uh, into the first year about $8 billion in revenue. Hey, to me, that's like uh, buying two times revenue almost. Not a bad deal, so I would take that deal. Uh, so analog and maximum emerging so that people have stocks in both. You'll start to see some better news today on that. Uh, as you know, the Washington Redskins will be shedding their Redskins name on Monday. Interesting to see what happens there. It's a, it is a business decision because these are franchises with owners. We'll see what that's behind that. And, uh, and then it seems like Goya made some positive comments about the, the, the president of Goya, who's a, a Spanish, uh, somebody who immigrated from Spain many years ago. Uh, there's a whole movement to boycott Goya. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be buying beans and, uh, giving them out to our food pantry pretty soon, uh, just to help out Goya there. It's a movement against Goya. All right. Well, thank you, sir. All right, we'll speak to you in the morning, Craig Ferrantino. Yes, the Redskins uh, will be changing their name. You know, it's interesting. The Braves said, you know what? Not changing. Atlanta Braves are pissed. Now, what happens with the Warriors? What happens with the Golden State Warriors? What happens with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs? And what happens with the what happens with the what happens with the tomahawk chop? You know, how are they going to fix that? You know, they're saying, you know what? We're going to we're going to look at disbanding the chop. How are you going to keep? 60,000 people from doing the tomahawk job. What, are you going to throw them out of the stadium? How are you going to do that? You know, I mean, I'll tell you, uh, to be politically correct in every avenue of life, tough to do. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll talk to you in the morning, though. Yes, thank you, Jay. Have a good day. All righty.